good evening. This is the Listening Room DC. I'm your host, Priest Alica. Feeling 100% not better, but I'm getting there where I got to go. Been talking to my friends, telling me to slow down, and I'm letting them know like I had to run for cover. Courtesy of David Sanborn. I'm running for cover. And if you want to keep it steady, check out this Bob James tune.
Introducing the Restroom Kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the Restroom Kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. This is the Listening Room DC. I'm your host, Priest Halika. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. That's what it is. I'm putting on some music that you might just like. I maybe you need to come hang out with me just a little bit more. We're going to calm this Friday down by charging it up. And whatever you do, keep charge. That's the way I live my life. I give it my all. I think that a person should really make up his mind what he wants to do. And when it is made up, he cannot fail at it. The basic rule to success, I think, is when the going gets tough, that is a positive signal to keep charging.
You and the night and the music Stand me with slamming desire Setting my being completely on fire You and the night and the music Thrill me but we will be one After the night and the music are done Until the daylight of diamond in daylight Our hearts will be throbbing guitars Morning we come without warning And take away the stars If we must live for the moment Love till the moment is through After the night and the music die Will I have you? Thank you. 
Introducing the Restroom Kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the Restroom Kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. This is the Listening Room DC. I'm your host, Priest Alaka. Yeah, I had to give you some uncut for a minute. Yeah, I had time to think about everything while I was going through open heart surgery. Yeah, people. Some of us work hard, and we work hard. And we don't even know how to stop and take care of ourselves. And it's a shame that it took passing out and waking up in the hospital and having people cut open my chest and flip over my bones and fix my heart and put me back together to understand, like, you deserve a break. You should take a break, people. Don't go at it too hard. What we got here? 
Peace, family. Peace, sir. Peace, sir. Good to see you're uh, doing well. Yeah, bro. Shoot, the only thing you had to do was get a wake-up call. That was a wake-up call for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because, like most people, I wasn't going to stop until I get to that golden bell or that golden watch or whatever golden thing I was after. It was like, it's like you got you running. You ever see the dog races and stuff, bro? Oh uh, yeah, I've seen them on television. Oh okay, well it's like this: they put something in front of you, and you run and you run, and you're never gonna catch the thing. You're never right. gonna catch it. No uh, time never, at never, all. You're never gonna catch it. That's right. And somebody else gonna win every time. Poor dogs, poor dogs. I felt like that, bro. Okay, really. And it really wasn't until, what, two and two, three days ago when my children was helping me take a bath that I actually looked down and saw what the surgeon had done to me. I got a pretty 11-inch beauty mark in my chest, bro. Beautiful. Mm. It reminded me, like, what am I running around this track for? Okay. Because I wouldn't have got the prize. I would not have ever got the prize. You're getting money, you're getting stuff, but your health is paying for it, bro. And then I thought about it. I should have a conversation about these things because we as people of color, I'm going to just use that word since people don't like saying black. Black men or people of color men, we own some trajectory that's not good, family. It's not good. Okay, and I just wanted to put my little spew out there because I didn't like it, bro. I did not like it, okay, at all, running around that track trying to get something that you never going to get. You right. got an opinion on that, bro? You got an opinion on that? No, well, I mean, you basically said it all. I mean, and that's real talk, you know. I mean, you you you, you put it in the you put it in the perfect kind of way, you know what I'm saying? That analogy you made with the dog track and how they put something in front of you know, a little, you know, a fake rabbit or whatever it is to make the dog want to chase it. And they, you know, they're going to run and they're going to run, but they ain't never going to catch it. They ain't never going to catch it. You never get to catch it. You know what I mean? You never really get to catch it. So, you know, you got to really determine for yourself, you know, what success is to you and Correct. what makes you happy. You know what I mean? And, and And be comfortable with that. And not necessarily have to, as they say, keep up with the Joneses, because that's the trap we fall into. You know what I'm saying? We start looking okay. at other folks and what they got and how they live in, and this, or at least the way that we perceive. You know what I mean? Because we really don't know, you know, what goes on behind the curtain and you know within the smoke and the mirrors and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Because we on the outside looking in, but you know we perceive that somebody else may be living a better life than what we live in, so now we want to chase that. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you know, and, in um, my particular case, I wasn't chasing anything like that, bro. I was just maintaining my children as a single parent, okay? And it wasn't until today, I, I kid you not, today, one of my children's teachers, she said to me, Mr. Masam, are you okay? Because I was walking real slow, 
and, you know, my breath was laboring or whatever. And I said, yeah, I just had open heart surgery nine days ago. So she grabbed, she said, oh, my goodness, so why are you not in the bed? And I said, I can't leave my children out here. She said, well, somebody in your village should arrange to pick up your children. And I said, I don't have no village. And then just for that moment, I thought about it. I really didn't have anybody I trust with my children, bro. Really, I really didn't. I mean, really, I got one brother, one brother that's up here in D.C. with me that he took care of my children while I was in the hospital and all that. But besides him, I didn't trust nobody with my children in no village because mm. mm. everybody in the village was just as rough as me trying to get that paper. And mm. I've seen them put their own children on hold to get that mm. paper. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, no, nah, bro, it ain't. There's something wrong with that, that community thinking in our minds that we don't need nobody. That's what I wanted to talk about tonight. Do we really need each other, bro? I mean, for real, for real. Not just for little, little small stuff like work and uh, do you know a guy that know a guy? No, do you really actually need somebody? And do you have somebody to cover you in case something happens to you? Well, I mean, I guess that depends on the person, but I think for a lot of people, I mean, I'm quite sure you've seen the, you know, the meme or the the graphic or, you know, the, the TikTok video where somebody talks that, you know, that they are the backup, that they can't mess up because they are they got. And that's right. true for a lot of people. That's true for a lot of people, right. you know. Uh, a right. lot of people are that person that other people come to or, you know what I'm saying, or they're the person that don't have anybody that they could go to if they needed something. So they don't have nobody. They they just got to hold it down. Yeah, I saw that, and I am the prime example of that badass thinking. Excuse my language. That's some badass thinking. Because, bro, it is no fun when you have no one to call to look after your children's well-being, if it's children or any other type of thing of your well-being, who would you put as, like, they asked me in the hospital, do you have, like, a power of attorney that somebody could take over your business or your wealth while you, you know, if in case anything happened to you? And, of course, me being me, I'm like, no, I ain't leaving nobody with my money or with my stuff. I, work for I, can't af- I can't afford to have nobody come and take my houses, plural, and take my stuff, plural. I didn't have it. I didn't even think like that. It never crossed my mind until I needed someone. And when I needed well, I someone, you know, boy. Well, I mean, I don't know how old your oldest is, but it may start, it, may, it might be time to start thinking about that because I know that's what my folks you know, did with me when I got to be a certain age and I really didn't want to deal with it because, you know, that makes you face, you know, their mortality as it were. But, um, okay. you know, that was something that, you know, had to be done and I had to go through the, you know, the paperwork with them and go to lawyers and that everything, you know, it might be that time for you to look at, you know, you know, one of your oldest and see if they, um, you know, ready for that. 
Well, I did that, bro. Well, my oldest daughter's. No, you definitely ain't ready for it. Believe that. You ain't ready for it. My, I got 15 children. I, the oldest, I know I tried to avoid that shit for a long time. <laughs> yeah, the oldest is uh, 40. And oh, okay. she came to the hospital and checked me out. And I know she, you know, like I explained to her, I built each one of you a company so y'all would never have to fight over anything left over. Okay, nothing. There's nothing y'all put y'all fight over because y'all own individually, you know, 13 different businesses. So y'all don't have to fight over it, you know. Y'all got to go to work like you always do, but you don't have to fight over stuff because it's spread out equally. And mm-hmm. then I thought about it again, and I was like, well, my youngest is four years old, bro, four years old. So I thought about it, and then I started laughing because I said, look, she has four brothers and sisters okay she has eight nephews and I don't have no granddaughters just grandsons she has eight nephews that's between the age of seven and 19 so she ain't got to think about who's gonna look out for her she covered on every level okay and that's some disasters happening they they just throw away all the wealth or whatever they got but I was like, wow, bro, this is like a whole lot for people of color to think about. Because a lot of our parents work hard, bro, I mean, to get everything they're going to get. And they work hard. And it never crossed their mind, like, I got to leave this to one or two people. Because they know if your children didn't get along while you were young, they definitely not getting along when they're older. Okay, and parents know those type of things. Parents know that. Okay, so they might not. Um, that's what I was thinking. Um, what's that movie, Godfather? Right. Now, Michael was the one that inherited the business. Okay, not his older brother, you know, like that and like that, because the parents right. already knew what the dude was gonna do. Right. Okay. They picked Michael and said, "Yo, you running everything." Okay, and for me, that's basically how it boils down to that. I have to pick one to be the executor that's going to look after everything where I built, okay? And hopefully they don't fight over, I can't do nothing about it if they do because I won't be here, but I hope they don't fight over the stuff, okay? The stuff, just the stuff. But then once again, look at me. I was fighting over the stuff to get there, to get the stuff, okay? And I'm not a chinchy person, but I kind of saved it so they could have it. I didn't spend it on myself, therefore the neglect of myself, the neglect of myself. But now I'm thinking, the doctor said, you can't work no more. You can't do any type of physical nothing, okay? So that's why I said the other day. Only thing I'm left to do is count money now. So you know when you count money, you spend it, bro. You just ain't counting it just to count it. You count it and spend it, that. What's your say on that? Say that again? I don't really understand that. Okay. If you can't work anymore as a working or grown person, and the only thing left for you to do is count your money, that's all you can really mm-hmm. do is count it because you can't go right. back into any stressful relationships, no business, no nothing. 
So now, if you start counting your money, the only thing left to do is spend it. What say you? Yeah, I guess you may as well. What else you going to do? <laughs> just, just look at it? <laughs> hey, 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 that's why people got wealth, because they never even look at the money, man. They just put it aside and put it in the right spot and hope it grows at the right level and blah, blah, blah. So they don't want to spend it. Like people say, they got to save it. Well, I mean, but I mean you know, I mean, you know, they do that to get to this point where, you know, now they can spend it. So, I mean, if you got to this point and you got this, you know, this money, now's the time to spend it. If not now, when? Never? Uh, I mean, you well, I mean, you could what? always hold some. You know, I mean, you could always hold some. I mean, you could always hold some assets back, of course. You ain't got to spend every dime. But, um, right. you know, like enjoy yourself. Have, you know, have some, have some fun. You know, well, have some fun for yourself. That's what I was thinking. You know, your kids, you know what I'm saying? Your kids are going to have their life. You know, so right. enjoy. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do right now, bro. I quit everything I'm doing, and I don't think I'm doing is thinking about how I'm going to spend some of this bread, okay? So I had to wait for certain things to mature and this to mature, and I'm like, whatever I can get my hands on right now, I'm spending it, bro. I, I kid you not. Okay, I might like be a toy a, a child on Christmas Day. I'm going to go get it. Santa ain't bringing it. I'm gonna go get it. Okay, okay. that's what's up. And that was the first time in my life I ever thought like that. Cause I'm, I, I know I'm not chinchy. You know what I'm saying? But I couldn't spend it, bro. I couldn't spend an extra fifty bucks, bro. I couldn't even do it. If it's extra, I got to put it aside, cause I might need that in the future. Not knowing that my future was ticking away. My whole future was ticking. Tick, 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 tick. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what? That reminds me of grandma. Did you have a frugal grandma that put it aside a in a can and a this? Frugal. I mean, she put it aside. Well, you know what I'm yeah. I mean, well, well, I have what. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to say because yes yeah, she did but then at the same time you know she took a couple of, after she retired she took a couple of vacations this is you know my my father's mother she took a couple of vacations a year cruises and all kind of places so yeah she kind of she kind of did both she kind of balanced it out. Okay. Well, you know, that was so, my retirement you know, call. Yeah. Huh? I said that was my retirement call. I got. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Waking up it. in the hospital. That was my retirement yeah, call. So. That was the, you know, that was yeah. The, yeah, that was the, okay, it's time to slow down. It's time to slow down. Slow down? No, it's time to stop, bro, and go on a cruise. You know what I'm saying? Go do something. Go on a cruise. There you go. Yeah, go do something else, man. Go see something without working. And well, you it know, was I a mean, shame because. You know, you was talking about. Well, you were talking about going to the beach, so now maybe it is time to go to the beach on, you know, Tahiti, time to go to the beach, bro. Yeah, and I was saying it because I knew I was getting close to that time where I needed to go. Okay, yeah. and someone yeah. someone texted me on Instagram today, and they was like, yo, Priest, this is not what we were talking about vacation. Okay, this is not the vacation before the vacation. This yeah, is where that was you, meant, right? you yeah. 
Yeah, that was like I was like, man, you absolutely right, man. Cause for real, I had a wake up call, bro. It was serious, and it's still serious because the medication they got me on. I got a medication. I ain't gonna call the medication name, but I can't even go out in the daylight when oh. I'm on this medication. Okay, not only can I not go out in the daylight, I am not allowed to go near any direct sunlight or artificial sunlight. So I was like, artificial sunlight? Oh, they don't want me to go into the grow house anymore. Don't go into the grow house, you know, because it's artificial sunlight in the grow house. You can't mm. even go in the grow house, bro. So I said, oh, they're trying to turn me into a vampire. Or mm. they're trying to make me go to the club at nighttime, one or the other. And so... And I thought about it. I ain't been to I ain't been to club, man, in thirty odd years at night. You know what I'm saying? Because I got my children, and whatnot. I ain't think about going outside without them. But this is yeah. the time to go without them, bro. This is the time to go to the club and shake my room. Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you go and go and go go and chill, and you know, sit, you know, sit at the bar, and you know, order yourself a sarsaparilla. Uh, you know, because I don't know if you drink. <laughs> you, go, you know what I'm saying? You, go, you, you know, you can have yourself a you can have yourself a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Man, I made a joke right that when I got out of the hospital, I told my driver that I'm gonna get me a bottle of wine, and they stopped the car. They said, "Priest, when did you start drinking?" I say, "As soon as I get this bottle of wine." As soon as you get this bottle mm-hmm. on, I'm going to start right now. <laughs> I'm going to start right now. Believe that. Right. right now, as soon as I get this bottle on, I like that. And <laughs> the driver, he's been taking me around, taking the children around, all that stuff. So he said to me the other day, he said, so uh, I know you was joking about that bottle of wine because you still ain't got it, right? I said, no, I ain't get it yet, man, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it so that. When I drink this bottle of wine, I know I'm not going to stop, bro. I know I'm not going to stop. Okay. Okay. No way, bro. I ain't had a bottle well, of wine. Enjoy your so wine. Let me want a little bit of wine. Let me want a little bit of mm-hmm. wine. You know, my mother used to make wine back in the day. She used to make wine in the house. So, ain't no more a little bit of wine. Well, I don't know how to make it, and I definitely don't know how to drink it, but I'm gonna work on that, bro. That's one of my new 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 things to do. For whatever time I got left on the planet, I'm gonna enjoy myself. There you, know? you go. That's what it is. Okay, so what you got going on tomorrow night, bro? All right, well tomorrow night I think we're gonna you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit easy tomorrow, at least I'm gonna try to. I got a lot of music to play. A couple things on the mind to talk about. You know, we got a uh okay. Uh, we're getting ready to wind down the year in just a bit. We only got a couple more weeks to go. Then we'll be going on hiatus for my Dirty Basement Radio. Yes, um, okay. But, uh, you know, we're expanding the brand nonetheless. I'm quite sure that you've uh, seen some of the things on the social media. So, you know, we're pushing out the brand to, uh, you know, more and more platforms. So big shout out to all the platforms that's picking, you know, that's picking up the show. Yeah, I see that, man. I see you going to Atlanta and all these places. I'm like, I can't go with you. I'm going to go on hiatus as soon as I find out at the end of December, right? That's the end for the month or so. 
Uh, well, we'll be going on uh, uh, December the 17th will be the last show of the year. And then uh, okay. we'll be back after the new year. Okay, cool. So I'm going when you go. I don't know if I'm going where you go because I can't go nowhere. Like my doctor said, I'm, I gotta wait for I gotta wait for eight weeks to go on therapy before I can even move. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna figure something out. I'm traveling, bro. That's what I'm doing. Well, I need to. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can sneak away while we on hiatus and take a quick little trip. You know what I'm saying? Run down to I-95, maybe go to the, you know, see some of my some of my folks someplace and, you know, uh, hang out for a couple of days. You know, if okay, I can, well, I can well, squeeze well, it in, man, and if you're up to it, I'll see if I can drop drop by D.C., see if the, uh, you know, see if the Chinese huh. bus will take me that way. Maybe the Amtrak. Well, maybe you, the can Amtrak. Always stop, Amtrak. you can always stop by, bro. That's not even a problem to stop by. It's just you got to catch me at the right hour because this medication got me awesome. If you don't have a check in your hand, I'm not talking to you. Period. <laughs> if you cause me any stress, bro, a brother came and checked me the other day. He said, man, I had to come see you, man, because you ain't been answering the phone and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm ill. I had surgery. I ain't picking up the phone and whatnot. And when he finished get the third or fourth word out of his mouth, I felt his bad, his bad vibes or spirit or whatever they call it. And I let him talk for a few months. Man, you got to leave, man. What do you mean, man? No, open the door. I told my son, open the door. He got to go. He, you just got to go because you about to ask me for something. And you about to ask me to do something. I can feel it. Bye. Just get out. And I kicked him out of my house, bro, on some real stuff. Okay, okay. Right. I, the doctor told me don't do it because I don't want to end right, up back in that doctor's hand. No. Yeah, he's going to get you some stress. Man, and that's what I can't afford to take any further, any person stress. So you always welcome to come through, bro. I'll make a seat for you and whatnot, and we can go find something to do. Maybe I'll just get a bottle of wine for when you show up. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a ticket. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, see now, I don't know anything about wine, all right, but I do know about Cavalier. Okay. okay. Is that corn yet? Yes. Okay, my son told me to stay away from cognac. He did tell me that because I don't know the names of none of this stuff, bro. I'm not that guy. But if you tell me what it is, I'll make sure I got a bottle for you. Okay. Now I will bring. I'm not gonna bring no. I'm not gonna. Now I'm not. I'm not really much of a drinker, but I do like Cavassier. But okay. um, I got the glasses already. You know, but you know, but I definitely will bring a. You know, I definitely bring a spliff or two. I definitely bring a spliff or two. Oh no! Well, I got that. I got that and can't burn it. I got that. Okay, I'm making sure I'm smelling good. What is it? I got what? Five more weeks of no spliffs. Five more weeks. So, anytime you show up, bro, we definitely gonna be alright. Okay. Yeah, well, I guess maybe you know, so maybe I wait till them five weeks is up. I wait till them five weeks is up. I don't want to be. You know, smoking around you and you can't smoke. Oh, no, please, bro. That's the people that come see me right now. I make sure they burn it. I got to smell it. I just can't, okay. I can't inhale. I can't inhale, bro. That's all that is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. But I'm working it out. I'm being a good guy, man. I'm going to be obedient to my doctor. 
since this is the first doctor I had in 40 years, okay? Me and dude going to have to be friends or something, okay? Facts. Yeah, everybody obey your doctor, man, at least if he ain't no quack. If he ain't no quack, listen to what the dude say, man. That's what I got to say now, but that's it. That's my rant for this evening, bro. I just wanted to make it so I'm human. Check out my listeners. I had one of my cousins call me today, bro, and I ain't seen this brother in 44 years, okay? Mm. 44 years because we all been busy. That's the kind of run I've been on where I neglected mm. my own cousins, everybody. If you wasn't doing what I was doing or trying to add no zeros to the plate, I wasn't bothering with you, man. I was not bothering with you, Okay. You know how the dog yeah, is running chasing like the rabbit. You ain't getting the you ain't getting the gold, so you don't want to invite nobody to your bad disposition or nothing. But uh, me and him talking. I guess we're gonna talk again tonight after I get off this show. And um, he bought the house across the street from my mama's house, man. I was like, what? He said, yeah, man. I bought the house across the street from your mama, man. I just want to keep looking over there. Because my mama was one of them ladies that everybody wanted to be around. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she cuss you out and make you say thank you. Mm. <laughs> what? You know how mama's are. You know how mama's are, man. She'll cuss you out, tell you how nasty and filthy you are, and feed you at the same time. Okay? Yeah, right. And, and, and make you change your mind. Okay, so that's a shout out to my mom, man. She's a wonderful lady. She always has been. And ah, boy, I guess I'm getting close to meet her one of these days, one more time. So let's everybody just thank our mamas while we got them, thank our fathers while we got them, thank our friends while we got them. Show love to everybody around you and pay your damn bills, man. Pay your, don't leave them children with no bills. Whatever you do, don't leave no damn bills around for these children, man. Y'all need to stop mm. that stuff. Okay? Stop being mean to the children. Alright, bro, I'm done right in my mouth, man. I'm gonna go play this one song and whatnot. And I'm gonna go ahead and chill out. Anything else you wanna throw on these people before I leave out, bro? Nah, that's pretty much it. You can catch me on the airways tomorrow starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we're going to do the damn thing. So tap in. Preach, as always, a great show, and I'll catch you on the other side. Well, thank you so much, bro, for the love. I'm going to remember Grandma Hands with that note right there. Stay tuned, y'all. So 
Lord did really come in handy, she said. Bobby White whipped him, boy. But what you want to whip him for? He didn't throw no apple core, Grandma.